Support for this podcast is provided by Head Start. Hire diverse future leaders faster with Head Start. Create a fair and level playing field, hire candidates based on their potential, and manage thousands of applications with ease. Organisations use Head Start's applicant tracking platform with built-in data science to hire more diverse candidates, automate the hiring process, and reduce cost per hire by up to 55%. Find out more and get your free Radical Recruiter t-shirt at headstart.io slash Radical Recruiter. That's headstart.io slash Radical Recruiter. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 263 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Content marketing is becoming ever more critical in talent acquisition, and this is a trend I can only see continuing as employers reevaluate how they tell their employer brand stories moving forward. But what makes good content marketing, and how do you do it effectively? My guest this week is my good friend Fraser Allen, an award-winning content marketing professional with a vast amount of experience and some brilliant insights to share. Enjoy the interview. Hi, Fraser, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Matt. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell us all what you do? Certainly. Uh, so Fraser Allen, um, my, well, my background briefly is I was a, a business journalist, moved into marketing, uh, set up an agency called White Light Media in Edinburgh 18 years ago, and did a huge amount of content marketing for, for brands, sold the business um, last year. And mainly because I, I kind of grew a bit tired of running a business um, and all the red tape that goes along with that. I wanted to get back to the nitty gritty of doing the actual content marketing itself. And so that's what I'm doing now. I, I'm now Fraser Allen Communications, flying solo and working with various clients on their content. Fantastic stuff. Now, I've, I've seen huge amounts of, of content that, that you or the, the teams that you've led have, have produced. It's absolutely fantastic stuff. And a lot of it is very business focused. So that's why I thought it would be great to, to have you on the show, because I think content marketing, very big topic in talent acquisition. And I think it would help people to get a bit more of an insight for an expert in terms of how you do it in an amazing way. So uh, first question, what is content marketing from your from your perspective? Well, uh, what is content marketing? It's a very uh, interesting question. And, and people do get themselves wrapped up in in knots trying to come up with some very sort of tortuous definitions. For me, it's it's very simple. It's about it's about creating stories that will encourage your your audience to, to sit up and take notice. And that could come in, in many forms. It could be something that makes people laugh. It could be something that tugs at their heartstrings a bit. Uh, it could be simply providing them with information that, that helps them to do things that they're really interested in. The way I look at content marketing is that, that the story is the, is the content bit. Uh, and the way you get those messages out there, those stories out there, is the marketing. And so that could be anything from social media content, uh, blog posts, video, podcasts like this, printed publications, uh, possibly even events. Um, and, you know, it, you will have different audiences depending on what sort of organization you are. It could be for clients. It could be for 
employees, members, stakeholders, etc. Um, I think that's interesting because I think very often people don't necessarily split it into those two facets that it is content and it's then how you how you market that content. I suppose to let's sort of pick up on the the content side of that first. One of the things I see is there's so much content out there at the moment. Whatever your audience is, whether it's a B2B audience, whether it's an audience of talent, huge amounts of noise, huge amounts of people pumping out stuff. How, how do how do people stand out? How do they how do they get people's attention? There, there is an enormous amount of terrible content being being pumped out there, and I think the biggest single mistake that people make, which is understandable, is, is they kind of forget to put themselves in the shoes of the people they're trying to get the message out to. You know, often their customers. In, instead, they're going to get caught up in presenting the message from their own perspective and ticking off a lot of internal boxes about how they want their business to be seen. So the biggest thing, I think, is is initially think about your audience. Think about what interests them, what excites them, what might concern them, uh, what can what can help them. Um, and if, once you get yourself into that mindset, it's a, it's a lot easier because then you can think about your own organization um, the stories within your organization that you might be able to tell in that context in a way that's genuinely going to make people listen and, and get them to engage. That makes a lot of sense in terms of understanding the audience. In, in terms of how you tell a story, I mean, how how do you go about structuring the information into a story and, and choosing a format and kind of holding holding people's uh, attention through through that there's a there's a bunch of different things to consider there Matt. i mean the, the first the first thing is that there is there is a pretty kind of set structure to a lot of stories there, there is a book and i'm going to pull it off my bookshelf so excuse a slight pause here but there is a marvelous very heavy book called the seven basic plots written by christopher booker which argues very convincingly that there's basically only seven stories in the world. You know, there's, there's for instance, there's tragedy, there's comedy, uh, there's, there's a, a, a list of seven of them. And, and, and you can take any story that you see, any novel, any, any film, any advertising campaign, and quite often it fits into one of those seven structures. So I think getting your head around the way stories work, work is quite important um, in terms of maybe teasing um, your audience a little bit with something intriguing and then drawing them in uh, with something that is crucial in storytelling is to, to think about emotions because as human beings, we react very much to to other people's emotions. So, uh, you know, if you set about a campaign that is all about just telling people logical uh, arguments or a list of facts, they're very unlikely to engage. But if you can, as I said earlier, if you can make them laugh, cry, feel some empathy with what you're telling them, that's highly effective. And then to finish the, the, whatever your story is, to finish in some way that is really satisfying, that, that surprises them perhaps, or just, just makes the whole thing feel complete is is very important. Now, I know that you've worked with a number of different types of clients with with different audiences across uh, across several different industries. Could you sort of perhaps bring this to to life for people by giving examples of stories that that, that you've crafted to 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 help people sort of solve specific business problems or, or get a, the attention of a specific audience? So, I'll I'll give you an example about something that's that's very simple in the b2b world about something that i think we did 
quite effectively. Um, there is a there's business in Switzerland called Equatex, which has recently been bought by ComputerShare. But before it was taken over, we were doing a lot of content marketing for them. Um, now, this is, I think, a common issue that you have in this business is when you have a business which is working quite a dry area is how do you bring that company to life and make it exciting to potential customers or uh, stakeholders, employees, etc. So the business that we're concerned with here was a specialist in employee incentive plans, you know, like share plan schemes and, and that kind of thing, which is a dry area, it had a, a, a customers all over the world. And the marketing that they were doing was exactly what you might expect of that, that sort of business. What we did with them was was to help them get inside the minds of their clients who typically were HR directors of very big global organizations and to think not just of the obvious issues they may be considering around share plans, but about the wider picture of issues in the business world, in, in politics, in culture, etc., and to then create with the uh, working with some really good external experts on some genuinely thought-provoking content that which we then produced as both as a printed magazine, so it's something nice for them to receive through the post, but also as a really nice animated, effectively a, a small website with this uh, uh, brain food content there. Now that's that's an example of of just getting in your customers' shoes and giving them something really interesting. And the feedback we got from that is that the uh, relationship manager at Equatex found this incredibly useful because it helped to, to open doors for them. I think that's a really interesting example, particularly with topics that that, that seemingly don't potentially lend themselves well to this this kind of approach and it proves that if you're providing value for the reader for the for the audience then 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 of course it, it does I, I suppose that the question that comes out of that for me which is it was a question i get asked a lot is is, is all about formats so you talked about printed magazines you talked about websites obviously explosion of podcasts and social media and instagram stories and dancing on tiktok and all this uh, all this kind of stuff i mean how do you go about trying to work out what what sort of format to to put the the, the content into it, again it's it's about thinking about the 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 audience rather than just what's what's the most convenient for us or what what platform would we most like to be associated with maybe the most fashionable thing so you know if you if you are a um you know just thinking about some of my clients over the years if you're a private bank then uh, actually probably putting together a beautifully crafted journal that you send in a lovely envelope with with nice handwriting on to your customers or potential customers uh, twice a year is is a really good way of communicating them communicating with them if you put something that's very really interesting to read you're gonna spend a lot of time with them um, and the, the key thing about all this just to interject a, an extra point is reciprocity you know it's it's uh, i know psychologists talk about that a lot it's a very human thing so if you as a brand give something to your audience that is interesting useful entertaining they are going to feel a human desire to give something back in terms of their their attention uh their time uh, and possibly their trust so for other other situations it's just a, you know you just need to profile your your audience don't you in terms of th their age what are they using social media a lot? Because if they're not, there's no point in, in just spending a lot of time on that. 
are they i mean i think a, a really good example of content marketing is this podcast because i know that you're obviously a talent acquisition expert matt and you built this this podcast up hugely successfully and uh, you know it's now it's built your profile in a very impressive way around the world so i think it's just take a step back and don't rush into things without thinking through all the options so I, I suppose the, the the thing that leads on from that is that content marketing sounds like something that's going to cost a lot of money and take a lot of time. So I suppose the the, the question that, that comes out of that is going to be around budget and resources, because I've spoken to uh, employers who think that content marketing is something that's, that's just you know too expensive for them to do because they think they need to produce some absolutely incredibly, incredibly professional bit of work. And likewise, I see people doing sort of DIY content marketing that doesn't really hit the spot and looks like it's DIY. What's your take? I mean, how, how much does this kind of thing cost? What what level of professionalism has to has to go into this content? Uh, yeah, there is this perception with, with content marketing. I think a lot of people get kind of dazzled in the headlights of the, the new technology that is constantly evolving and think that they have to have all the bells and whistles if, if they're doing something. I don't think that's that's true at all. I mean, first of all, let's say go back. Think if you if you think want to think about content marketing, first of all, just really focus on what that story could be. What what is the message that could get your audience to sit up and take notice? And if you come up with something that is is really interesting and, and useful, um, it's it's going to work. And you don't you don't necessarily need to spend a huge amount of money in the way that's that's communicated you, you will have uh, communications channels with your, your your target audience and it's just a way of sensibly thinking about the the simplest ways of getting that message across i was thinking about you know people talk about content marketing as being some sort of brand new concept that was invented in about the year 2000 which is absolute nonsense because it's really just a repurposing of things that we've been doing in business for centuries and if you went back to some sort of medieval marketplace there would be a a woman you know selling vegetables from a stall and she would very probably be using a primitive form of content marketing in terms of when a customer would come along and buy some turnips and a cauliflower she would say she would give advice on on the best way to prepare them and maybe some dishes that could be made from these these vegetables it's a very natural way for us to believe to behave in business so Content marketing can be as simple as that. It can be just simply reaching out to your audience and offering them a bit of useful advice or, or something that can can help them. So it doesn't have to be a massive project with hundreds of people working on it and you know all kinds of investment in technology. So moving from the content to the marketing, and obviously this is gonna this is this is gonna depend on on lots of different things. But again, one of the things that I see is um, people will spend a lot of time producing really great content, but not put a lot of thought and effort into how they actually get the message, how they get the message out there. I mean, do, do you see uh, something similar? What would your advice to people be about the the marketing side of all of this? It, I mean, it depends clearly on what sort of channel you're going for. So if you're going for something that's a bit bit more uh, traditional uh, print print publications um it's a fairly kind of straightforward process in terms of just make sure you send it to the to the right people and make it you know attractive for them to read you're not going to get a huge amount of data back from that unless you're doing sort of qualitative quantitative research of your your audience and then we kind of go through obviously now with digital content marketing it's far more sophisticated um there is so much you can do now um 
There is, you know, there's various platforms such as SEMrush that can help really help you by understanding what sort of things your potential audience are searching for online. You know, what sort of uh, search terms are they typing in that are relevant to the the messages that you want to get across? So you can you can maybe start to build some content and some headlines around what people are already looking for, which can be helpful. Um, but and it, and there's a there's a lot you can do. And I think you can also clearly you can get a lot of information back you can measure the success of your campaigns much more easily now but there is a danger i think of getting a little bit too carried away with that i think you know and you do see some campaigns where a lot of money is put into the marketing and uh you know kind of the reverse to what you just mentioned matt and uh not much as thought has really gone into the content there's a yeah there's a, a commentator a well-known commentator in marketing called uh, dominic mills who, who who's talked a lot about uh he's got some colorful expressions for it but he really calls it these these big machines marketing machines that that brands have now where they're, they're very efficiently churning out loads of content and they're following all the best practice in terms of the technology and how they measure it and everything. But th- th- what they neglect is, is the story. And so they, they're putting out stuff that uh, they really nobody is, is that interested in, in interacting with. So the, the thing with content marketing, I think you see this a lot actually, and you, it's very much reflected in agencies that offer their services. You get some agencies that are really strong on the content, not maybe not quite so good on the marketing and you get some whose content isn't their best strength, but they're really good at SEO and that that sort of stuff. So I think it's confusing for clients um, because if you put out a brief for content marketing now, you could get seven agencies and they could all be actually quite different from different backgrounds, uh, which doesn't, doesn't make it easy. But as I say, best to think about it as two things, get that story right. And then just think about a really logical way of getting it to your your audiences in a, in a timely, uh, cost-effective way. We talked about a sort of particular campaign that you that you helped to create. Have you got some sort of examples of great storytelling, great content marketing that, that you particularly that you particularly like? There are loads out there. If you look, there's some. There's all kinds. You know, people like Coca-Cola, Nintendo, Lego have invested huge amounts and done very ambitious campaigns. You can see. I mean, I saw one. Um, I saw one the other day, which. Was, is, which really just made me sit up and take notice. It was quite an old campaign. Um, I think it was 2012. It's been doing the rounds on Twitter amongst people that I know. And I think this is a good example. It's actually an advert, but you know, advertising is all part of the content marketing world. If you Google in Eperun, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, it's E-P-O-R-U-N, ad, you come across this advert of a featuring a, a slightly strange-looking giant doing very odd things. And it, to me, it's a perfectly crafted piece of storytelling because you start watching it and you, it's quite funny, but you're thinking, why is he doing this? He's behaving in a really inappropriate fashion. And then you get the payoff at the end, which is actually quite touching and clever and makes you think, sit up and look at this particular brand and think, wow, that's clever. I won't ruin the suspense of saying what happens. I was going to say in 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 fantastic content marketing storytelling suspense fashion <laughs> um you 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 know we're all going to have to go and google that to find out to find out what it's happens well worth it. so it'd be brilliant you know even even you telling that is a is a is a great is a is a is a great example. So, final question: Just sort of summarize your advice a little bit for us. So, if we've got people who want to do content marketing better, or they're they're looking at doing it for the first time, what would your sort of three or four top tips to them be? First of all, 
you know, you can you may be very close to your organization. So try and take a little bit of a step back, maybe get some external sort of views as well. Uh, get to you may be sitting on some fantastic stories within your organization that you just haven't necessarily seen the full the full value of. Secondly, you know, as I say before, really put yourself in the shoes of the people that you want to communicate to. What what are their touch points? What is going to make them really sit up and take notice? How can you help them so that they reciprocate with their with their trust and with their their interest? And then d- develop the two together. Create create a story that is going to be effective. Think carefully about how you can get it out to them. How you can then evolve it. So you know things don't always go to plan. The reaction from your audience may su- surprise you in good ways and and disappoint you in others. So be prepared to keep evolving the way you do things as you measure the success of your campaign, and just just keep keep trying things. Be be creative because uh, you may just hit something uh, in the course of your uh, content marketing research that, that doesn't just sort of bring in some extra. Uh, clients, customers or whatever, but could actually sort of transform the way you think about your your business and the way you present yourself. Fraser, thank you very much for talking to me. Thanks very much, Matt. My thanks to Fraser Allen. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow us on Instagram. You can find the show by searching for Recruiting Future. You can also listen and subscribe to the show on Spotify. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me.